Boom. And it's unfiltered, so don't hold back, my man. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Let me just set this up. I like your setup, too. Everything you're doing over there on the StreamYard is fucking badass. Appreciate it, man. What's yeah. up, everybody? It's your boy, Jerezy. I'm here with the chef, Kyle, from the Sundays to Secret Society. And, you know, we're here on the sports segment of the cave. So this is where we get to talk about and compartmentalize all our sports talk and I don't really know football. I know basketball a little bit. So, you know what I'm going to talk about. I'm talking about MMA, boxing, combat sports. Brought the chef with me over here to break down Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. Crazy fight. I thought initially that the press conference was going to be the most entertaining part of this fight. But God damn, I was, I was surprised, man. What did you think of this prior to the fight happening and what do you think of it after uh i mean prior was like was all right um mm-hmm. i i, I kind of did enjoy i mean i enjoyed it a little bit i've seen like more hyped up uh press conferences prior to the day prior to the fight um but i will say afterwards on behalf of Israel Asanya, it was pretty shitty like i think he sat mm-hmm. down for just a few moments and then up and bounced that part didn't what bothered me man was the after when so he posted oh, yeah. something you're talking about the post conference <laughs> yeah post conference yeah. but but he did something yeah the, so the so the the pre conference was whatever i i did catch a little glimpse of that mhm um again pre fight but after the post conference after the fights had happened I, it, it appeared that izzy like didn't really have much to say i think he sat down for like all of maybe a minute or two um from what i what i caught mm-hmm. and then he kind of up and bounced but then he posted some stuff on instagram <clears throat> yeah that was a little odd to me and he had mentioned that you know he's gonna take Time to kind of soak everything in. He's going to spend time with his family. He's going to spend time with his. Uh, uh, I don't think he said kids, but I think he said family a few times. His but dog? then he said, it, "Dude, bro." <laughs> and then he said something about Lucifer. What? So I'm like, who the fuck is like? Obviously, Lucifer. Lucifer kind of sounds like you know. So I looked it up. I looked up Lucifer, and apparently, this is an this is an anime. Okay. However, he's into anime, so that makes sense. He's very into anime, very uh-huh. into anime. But the theme of this whole show is that the devils are going to come not take over the world, but they're going to come down and save the world. And that's where I lost that dude. Well, I didn't lose him there actually. The whole thing with the dog is where I lost him. Like that was it for me. <laughs> I was the biggest dude. It's just it was a sad week for me, brother. Oh, it was yeah. a sad week. I was the biggest Izzy fan before he was even a fucking champion. I love this dude. Yeah. And when I started finding this stuff out, man, I am heartbroken, heartbroken, but it is what it is. That's heavy stuff, man. And you know what? He also did bring attention to the monster symbol, you know, so we could get into that. And it's appropriate that I have you on for this segment so we could get into that on this sports mm-hmm talk as well because you know sometimes it's it co it co oh, coexists sometimes the sports and the conspiracy stuff you can't you can't get away from it you know what i mean i agree a hundred percent and i think i remember adesanya mentioning something about the uh the epstein fight logs too right oh i think i think there was an interview he he mentioned something about yes. raising attention to, uh towards human trafficking or child trafficking so Yes, he did. And you know King Bao as well. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bauman, he's a very big, he's very big on that. He's got the whole like Jimmy Kimmel challenge and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Crazy, man. Uh yeah, I don't think they want him to be champion, bro. That guy is he just has to keep winning. I, I know he's gonna talk his shit, you know, King Bo. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, King Bo, he he does, but yeah, they, yeah, they don't want him to keep winning. I don't know if you saw, but he just fought uh, bare knuckle, 
Friday, yeah, at, yeah, on, yeah. Uh, on uh, George Masvidal's Gamebred promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, di- I was unable to see the fight, but I did know that he won. I think he won in like the first few rounds, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Wow. You know what weight he fights in? I do not know. King, no, I do not know his weight class. Okay. Yeah, I but know. I, uh, what's his face? Fabricio Verdum and JDS was there too, right? They were they were there. I think they headlined. Yes, for the for the game bread. Right. Yeah. But going yeah, back to this going back to this fight, like I said, respect to Izzy for bringing attention to all those subjects but he is cringe you know I, I like the anime references and all that you know the walkout stuff is all cool but it's it turns it up a little too much for me you know sometimes it gets a little nerdy and and and, and too overboard for me so this press conference as well I, I know every a lot of people felt the same way they thought the I mean the idea of the press conference was better than the actual press conference. Sean Strickland was kind of, he didn't really have anything to go off of. I was surprised that the fans were more for Sean Strickland than they were for Izzy. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> it's funny because we talked about, we dropped a lot of F-bombs on our podcast when we had you on. Yeah, so a lot yeah. of F-bombs on this <laughs> UFC show too. <laughs> what a night, man. What a crazy night. No one, I mean, I remember everyone was asked about what they thought was going to happen in this fight. I remember Justin Gaethje specifically. He said, you know, I think Izzy's going to win in any round he wants, but the crazy thing about this sport is anything can happen. And you know what? I used to think that it was by knockout that anything can happen, and it almost happened in the first round, but who knew that Sean Strickland put a master class on Stylebender, <laughs> dude. He literally just punked. Like, if you obviously if you've seen, <laughs> but for those who didn't watch the match, I mean, from the starting gate, right, the first minute out of the twenty-five minutes, Sean was just pushing. Izzy was stuck to the cage the entire time. Now, mm-hmm. with that being said, from what I've seen on the uh, previous Izzy fights, is that he he doesn't mind being up against the cage. It's almost like. Because when he lost to, to Alex Pereira, he was up against the cage. But then when he beat Alex, it was up against the cage. He was up against the cage. He kind of like does his little bob and weave and boom, it was one one shot. But he barely threw, like he didn't throw a lot, like a whole lot compared to what he normally does. So I don't know if he was like off of his game that day. But, and I... Man, dude, I never would have thought that that Sean would have pulled this off. I wouldn't. I think the odds when I was watching, he was like a plus 600. And I know he made out and a lot of other people made out very, very, very well that bet on Sean. Um, it was just mind blowing, man. And and I, I, I liked Sean prior. And I also, again, liked Izzy, but like. After some weird, all the, I don't know, all the stuff that kind of happened, man, with, with Izzy recently, with the dog and stuff, like, there's certain things I can't support, I, I don't condone, um, but anyhow, back to Sean, dude, he's a, he's a fucking beast, he, I, I think why, I know a lot of people may have not, like, wanted him to win at the time, because Izzy was a champ, but Sean is a, he's a, he's like an American, dude, he's a real patriot, and what I believe it was the 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 conference where he was talking about that he wasn't a huge fan of Australia due to the fact of their free speech and the lack thereof. And that's something that I completely support as far as like we should have the, the right to say what we want when we want. You know what I mean? That is protected by the Constitution. And yeah, so uh, I kind of went on a little bit, but I'll, I'll go back. Yeah, Sean, dude, he's a beast, man. Um, he's he's mm-hmm. a patriot, right? Um, which I appreciate. Right, right. He's standing for the, you know, he's standing for the American people. And and one thing in the in the in the conference that he was talking about was that, like, he was 
it wasn't that he like hates all the Australians, but it was more so like he doesn't agree with the fact that they ended up putting away a pregnant woman because she was trying to gather a group of people. I believe it was an anti-mask rally or no, no, no. It was an anti-lockdown rally. Mm -hmm. So she wanted not even a rally. She wanted to gather a bunch of people to, to get together and the Australian police, what have you, rolled up and ended up arresting her while she was pregnant. Were you able to catch that video? I don't think I saw that, but now that you bring that up, there were a lot of crazy shit that was, that was going on in Australia around that time. So bringing, bringing it back, Sean Strickland saying that he's using himself as a platform for them to you know represent them. Now it's all kind of full circle. It's hitting a little different now. You know what I yep. mean? Wow, that's crazy. Um, I think it, it takes more people like that, dude. That, I think that's yeah. that's the problem. And when I hear, uh, for me personally, like when I hear these fighters, like at the end of of their fight, and they're when they when they have DC or, or Joe Rogan there, you know, giving them their post fight interview um, mid in the middle of the octagon, and they give a little, you know, they give a shout out to God, or they give a shout out to to bringing awareness of things. I know uh, uh, Max Holloway, you know, he kind of brought awareness to all the stuff that was going on in Maui. Right. I mean, you have this platform and you only have, like granted, people are still gonna follow you on Instagram. They're still gonna, you know, but but when you're on a pay-per-view or it's fight night and you have just that, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds to a minute to speak. I think the words that you speak are very, very, very crucial. Mm -hmm and should be used very wisely. And there are some fighters and Sean Strickland, I will say is one of those um, that gets a very important message across in that short amount of time that they have where, where literally all eyes are on them. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? A lot of people talk a lot of shit on Dana White. They have a lot of criticism towards them. But one thing I do respect is the fact that at least to me, it appears that he he doesn't censor his fighters you know what i mean a no. lot, like we said a lot of f-bombs are dropped uh post fight in the interview sean strickland is a pr nightmare as far as you know your company goes he's very <laughs> unpredictable unhinged you know now he's your champion so we've ha we've had some wrestlers on the podcast before and we, we talked about how sometimes being a champion can be limiting because you're the you're the main guy of the company now, you know what I mean? You're the main mascot, you're the main name. So you pretty much have to represent the company and set the, you're pretty much the metric and you set the bar. That's well said. That's something I didn't really think about. Like now that he's a champion and he's got that belt, as far mm -hmm. as the middleweight class goes, all eyes are on you, dude. Right. But like the Dana White doesn't, you know, I, I feel like there's some champions that he doesn't like. I feel like him and Francis and Ganu, they didn't really have the best relationship nope. as far as champion and, and you know, uh, president of the company goes. But um, he lets them be who he lets them be who they are. You know what I mean? He lets them say what they want. And that's one thing I do respect. And I feel like Dana White took a hard stand on that after what happened in 2020 so i do respect that about him i do too and and to go back to that point um if you remember it was uh ddp's duplessis last fight mm -hmm, you're right i'm trying to remember who he fought i'm drawing a blank but he won robert whitaker and robert oh it was it was whitaker and then izzy came in the ring mm -hmm. and izzy was dropping them end bombs dude like they were going out of style and I remember hearing later where people were at the post-conference, they were asking Dana White, and Dana White says, so fucking what? <laughs> like, I'm not saying I agree with that. Granted, he's able to he's able to, to say that, but at the same time, like, I think it was cool that they're... It's freedom of speech, man. And, and right. if, if, if I let my feelings get involved, or if Dana lets his, get, his feelings get involved, or the reporters get involved... And it's like, okay, so in the UFC, listen, these are the words you're not allowed to say. That's just where it starts. Mm -hmm. And then right. you have other little fucking snowflake crybaby pussies that are like, oh my God, this offends me too. And next thing you know, you can't say shit. Mm -hmm. So I do respect that. And I think I, yeah, we're definitely on the same page as far as, as that goes. 
which was another blessing of the whole pandemic bullshit is that it did open people's eyes um some people's eyes and i think in 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 the reference of the ufc as far as dana white goes being the president right running mm-hmm. the show i think it did it definitely benefited um it benefited us as listeners us as fans and i think it benefited the fighters and the the athletes that are that step into that octagon every single week right man that picture on the right when he was screaming at him towards the end of the fifth round how epic right like i i, I was watching that fight on mute and sometimes i like watching fights on mute just because i can watch it objectively without the commentary or without the crowd you know something i kind of developed because i i'm a mayweather fan and when i watch mayweather fights usually the people i'm watching it with are rooting against mayweather so shots that aren't landing there everyone's like Whoa! you know what i mean it kind of it disrupts my experience as a mayweather fan you know um and then you know i end people end up being surprised because at the end of the decision they end up losing so i like to watch fights sometimes on mute just to kind of see who's really winning you know and i was watching this fight on mute and the whole time it looked like israel adesanya was the one trying to find space in there you know trying to get comfortable in there trying to get his rhythm going in there and sean strickland gave him no room to breathe knocked him down in the first round landed the more significant shots and you'd think that as a boxer that the leg kicks would be really effective you know the calf kicks but i don't know if izzy kicks like a bitch which i don't think he does or or sean strickland just has i don't give a fuck calves you know what i mean (laughs) he just ran through that shit i mean that could go either way and i was kind of thinking the same thing um yeah dude he he's a monster from what i heard dude like he trains an insane amount like instead of like when when doing like sparring sessions instead of doing like 25 minutes this dude's doing like 45 minutes so the cardio and the mental aspect of of being in there i could be wrong i think this is his very first fight ever doing 25 minutes i think this is his first championship fight the only uh, to my to my knowledge only championship fights go five rounds for five minutes apiece Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I'm absolutely. I was, I was blown away, man. And you can see, I mean, you look at his face in the picture here on the right. Like he's like, come on, like it's almost <laughs> like he wanted like more of a fight. Yeah, right. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny because the big question, and we'll we'll talk about that right now, is what do you think happened? Was it is he? really underestimated Sean Strickland and didn't prepare for him or was Sean Strickland's style really overlooked you know the Philly shell in MMA not really squared stance it's, he's not really in the ideal stance to, to check kicks that's why I said the, I thought the calf kicks would be a little more effective but it, it, I, I do get that him pressing Izzy and cutting off the distance kind of negated Izzy's kicking game, you know, and forced it into a more boxing match. And it's nuts because Jake Paul is exposing it. A lot of MMA fighters, as good as they look with their hands, they're not the best boxers. And stance for stance, Sean Strickland, Sean Strickland has the more boxer stance compared to Izzy and looked like the better boxer too. So, yeah, what do you think happened with that fight? Why do you think it fell apart for Izzy? Man, I don't even want to give any excuses for Izzy, dude. I, I, I'm <laughs> being extremely biased right now, as I right. kind of briefly, briefly touched on before. But um, what I think possibly happened, to be to be completely real, is I think after round one, the the last like 35 seconds of round one, Sean gave it to him, dude. And I mm-hmm. think if that had gone, if this, if that would have been like a five minute and thirty second round, I think it would have ended up getting stopped. He, he fucking got Izzy, dude. Went hard once, like it was a nice, good shot. Yep. And it's funny because you had mentioned about putting the how you like to mute and you like to listen sometimes on muted, so you're not like there's no like bias and there's no other things going on. But mm-hmm. uh, Lauren. Uh, DeSenko, I believe, 
is how you pronounce her last name but she was she mentioned something like yeah like you know from what i've heard and what people are saying like his hits aren't that hard they're not that strong and i beg to differ Mm -hmm. and i think he caught izzy with a good one i think it fucking shook izzy and i don't think izzy knew what to do and i also think izzy's team didn't know what the fuck to do yeah because my thought process on this there's a friend of mine that i work with uh, real quick but he's a he's uh he dishwashes at the place i work well his dad is a was a ufc fighter and now fights for bellator oh wow and he he knows personally sean strickland oh, and i crazy. asked him last week i was like so who do you got dude he goes i i gotta go with sean and i'm like uh-huh. bro there's no fucking way there's <laughs> yeah. no fucking way and he was like bro listen dude if he gets izzy to the ground that's a wrap huh. and i'm like oh i haven't i don't need i can't i can't even go back and look at any in my in my my mental my mental memory here my mental pictures i can't remember a fight where sean strickland like dominated on the ground it's, right from my knowledge it's all at top so i'm like that doesn't even make any sense little did i know this dude's good with some hands but again going back to what you said i think he rocked izzy the end of round one um and i think it shook him and i don't know if it hurt like really fucking bad or if he knocked that hamster off izzy's uh, the hamster in izzy's head knocked it off the wheel i don't know i don't know and i really don't even want to go down like the scripted route because i refuse to believe that the ufc whether it's true or not i refuse to believe it because that's my that's my that's my blue pill and i'm gonna blue pill that bitch all day long (laughs) i I enjoy it so much like i don't even want to know like i'm down for (laughs) any other rabbit hole bro but don't tell me that my fucking ufc is scripted and i honestly like i said i don't i i honestly don't think it is dude like you're beating the tar out of each other in there you know um I would say I would say some close decisions maybe are skewed towards who they want to be champion. Decisions, I agree with decisions. But yeah. What I love about this sport is, you know, if if you and I were fighting and Dana has everything on me and you're like, fuck that, and you knock me out, there's no denying that. You know what I yes. mean? So it's or yeah, you catch exactly. me in a choke, you know, there's no denying that. So and and <laughs> and vice versa. Not that I agree with you there is I don't think you're gonna you're gonna sway you can't sway a knockout bro like mm-hmm. I don't know many many dudes at least that are gonna be like listen you can knock my fucking light and I'm not gonna fight like you can knock my fucking lights out round three just fucking knock me out because you can tell dude when these dudes are laying there and they're stiff as a board dude they look like a fucking dead animal like in rigor mortis right literally unless they're amazing actors man and, and it's hard it's hard to say but man hats off to sean super super happy for him mm-hmm. um, i think he deserves it and we'll see maybe they'll be they'll maybe they'll be that rematch and and i mean they did the same thing for uh for uh when when izzy and alex went at it you know and i don't know if that was because there was a lot of hype prior to that because izzy had lost to him already a few times right um well at least back in the kickboxing game but uh dude it was a banger, man. I, when 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 Sean started on the right hand side, when he threw his hands down and let let his guard down, was like, "Let's go!" That's when I was I was yelling, bro. I was like, "Let's go!" Like, oh, it was just it was so emotional, man. So emotional. What was I, I do remember Sean Strickland saying that he would like to win a fight on the ground because he wanted to showcase his wrestling skills, but. I also remember Izzy saying that he wanted a submission this fight, right? Because yep. that's how much he underestimated Sean Strickland. He's like, I want to do whatever I want with him. I want to take him down, probably submit him. I honestly, honestly, I thought that's how it was going to go. I said, Izzy, by whatever he wants. So I that was in a, it was in uh, one of the one of the pre-fight interviews i forgot the gal's name the little shorter gal with like the either black or, or dark brown hair um mm-hmm. she had mentioned something to izzy and izzy was like she said something about a submission and izzy like didn't say yes but he said yes without saying yes and he's like mm-hmm. you'll see you'll see 
And so I'm like, oh, dude, like if I was a betting man at that point, I would be like, dude, I'm going to throw like round two or three submission via Israel Adesanya because I know the I know the because he he hasn't like done a whole he, I, that that I know of he hasn't had like any right submissions to my knowledge so I know the odds on that would have been great mm-hmm. that would have solidified the style bender name too to have a submission under under your belt right uh, I'm so glad I didn't bet that fight I mean bet that night bro because geez that that sean strickland line would have been dope to see you know what i mean plus 600 and then i think plus i think it might have started off as plus 500 i don't i don't remember but it was up there got the homie who would you rather see fight for the belt instead of izzy we'll get to that in a little bit i wanted to talk about what i thought happened that fight i honestly thought let me skip the slide i thought this got to izzy man I thought this got to Izzy, bro. <laughs> Look, I, I was talking like I was talking to my friend Cyril. We just popped in on the chat. Uh, imagine this, bro. Imagine this, Chef. You're going to a fight that you didn't really take seriously, right? Yep. And then some personal shit came out about you and your dog, and you have your dog tied on you. And obviously, me, the biggest shit talker, is your opponent. And I'm going to bring that up during the press conference. At your hometown, bro. And then now the crowd's up against you. That would fuck with you mentally. And then on top of that, you add that you got knocked down in the first round, you know? I think I all that, that all that combined. And let's be honest, bro. That little 135er or 125er, he he owned Izzy too in the press conference when he was like, what you gonna do? Sit down. <laughs> I think all that combined was fucking with Izzy. Izzy's kind of a nerd, you know? Sean Strickland looks like that one guy in high school that he's not really cool with everyone, but he doesn't give a fuck being a loner. Then that's kind of what makes him cool, being independent like that, you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter what kind of, like, peer pressure you have against him. It's just He's immune to that shit. So I think Izzy, as a nerd, kind of felt like these bullying vibes from the crowd and Sean Strickland. And it played out in the ring as far as the as far as the uh, body language goes, I remember the fifth round when Sean Strickland was really yelling at him. Izzy was just kind of smirking at him, like, kind of, you got me. You know what I mean? And that's weird seeing Izzy when, when you know, this whole fight, they were talking about the Kevin Gaslam fight. And I remember that Kevin Gaslam fight. He was talking yeah. about how he was willing to die in there. But now he's, like, fighting like a little female dog. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? <laughs> Yeah, a female dog, not the male, not the male dog that you that you see over here on the right. That to me was just so, and I agree with you. I think that's a good. I think that's a good point. Um, God, in my brain, like again, in my brain, I go so like deep into it. I seen Izzy a couple months ago in a swimming pool with Kim Kardashian, and I was like, R.I.P. Israel Adesanya. Oh wow, he's in it. Like, if you're fucking with shit, and, and again, this is like my conspiratorial brain here. Like, if you're <laughs> fucking with the Kardashian, bro, you've sold your soul, dude. You're <laughs> toast, homie. And then, and then, like, this shit with the dog, and then the mm. the monster logo, and then the, the, his quote there, and then the after fight Instagram thing he did. And I'm just like, bro. I can't do all this like Lucifer Satan shit, dude. It's just not for me. It's just it's not me, dude. It's not me, and I think I believe very heavily, uh, hev- heavily in that. That mm-hmm. like that's not the right path, and I'm not trying to judge. Like I said, this dude was my favorite fighter up until like three days ago, and <laughs> it was so before. Crazy. It was like right before he lost, and I you I, fucking I, hopped off that that train on a quick good time, dude. Bro. And it how'd like, you know? Like, dude, <laughs> Keep your hands off of animals, bro. Rule number two. Rule number one, don't fuck with our kids. That's all I ask. I don't give a shit if you're into whatever it is you're into, man. I really don't care. If you're a consenting adult, keep that shit behind closed doors. Or, you know, go celebrate. Like, I don't care about that. You're not affecting me. But, like, when you're doing shit to... to and 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 I also, listen, let me take... I'll, let me put this into consideration, too, like... Maybe in Africa or Australia or wherever, maybe like this shit here, you know, the picture with him and his dog, maybe that is kind of funny. Maybe. And maybe it's just not like something that's funny to me or maybe oh, like a cultural thing. 
yeah maybe it's a cultural thing like it's kind of funny like it wasn't like super when i first heard about it i'm like oh bro i heard something way worse like i heard he was like going to town like yeah and then i seen this i'm like that was like it wasn't that bad but at the same time like for me and my beliefs i'm like yeah no <laughs> so i was pretty happy to see i was pretty happy to see uh sean strickland and sean strickland now will probably be i don't know if they're going to change the logo on ufc 5 that comes out next month dang that curse is real man <laughs> that that ufc cover curse is real it's it's nuts I'll, I'll try to bring up a picture towards the end of these slides and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about okay, that but okay yeah, yeah let's pray for alex volkanovsky man yes sir Jeez, <laughs> he's on that cover too <laughs> but somehow alex Pereira won that night you know i say that a lot of people are like what alex Pereira and sean strickland ended up becoming training parts partners towards the end of this right or towards um you know t- headed towards this training camp and headed towards this fight so i know they had a fight previously now I saw my friend Cyril about how easily Alex Pereira beat Sean Strickland. Alex Pereira might might as well have been fucking hung over fighting Sean Strickland, dude. That guy had his no no guard up, you know, was throwing lasted days ago and he just fucking threw a nuclear hook. And I remember you that. know, I, I I get and you know, we were talking about the 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 championship pitcher. I get the the immediate rematch with Izzy and Alex, but you just got an immediate rematch and you didn't get knocked out on some lucky shit. You got dominated for, I would say four and a half rounds maybe, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you give him the immediate rematch? Does he get the immediate <laughs> rematch? What do you think? I know I think, I think DDP. You think DDP gets it? Yep, I think DDP. I think DDP gets it. Although I would have, mu- I would have much rather have seen DDP and Israel just because of the shit talking and all that stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. But I think they're, I think he's gonna give it to DDP. But at the end of the day, it boils down to what Dana White wants to do. But I think, D- I think DDP we should be the next one. If if not an, uh, uh, if not like an immediate rematch, which I would love to see that as well. Mm-hmm. But if if not that, I think DDP should be the next one to, to hop in. And I'm not a huge DDP fan either. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not not a huge fan, but I'm not I don't hate the guy. I just am not super familiar with him. Does yeah, that makes sense. I'm surprised he beat Robert Whitaker. Honestly, his style seems more of like a cardio kickboxer style with power. You know what I mean? Um, he looks like he gasses out, but he he maintains his pace. Uh, I do think he beats Sean Strickland, but I thought Sean Strickland loses to Izzy, so I don't know what happens on that uh, if that fight were to occur. But I will say, I know Dana White is really feeling some sort of way towards DDP for turning down the fight. I know he's mentioned a lot of times that he doesn't like people who turn down fights, let alone championship fights. So, and and yeah, oh, who else, dude? Someone else just turned down. I think Marab, right? Yes, yes. Marab, because because of Aljamain. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then that right, that let Sugar Sean hop in, right? I think so. Yeah, or I think it's um, I think Marab should be next but i think he's willing to sit out to have ajo get an immediate rematch oh yeah this is the beauty of the ufc right here (laughs) yeah it really um, is because you never know like how many times watching ufc where you're just like you do like the joe rogan you're like oh like (laughs) what if i'm the matchmaker if i'm the matchmaker and if i'm gonna take into account dana being you know, petty and wanting to save a couple bucks on the DDP fight. I'd probably have Sean Strickland versus DDP. You know, what that wouldn't draw as much as an Izzy versus DDP. So true. DDP gets his championship fight, but not the payday that he should have gotten for turning down the fight. And I think the winner of that. Actually, no. I say the winner of this fight fights Izzy. For the interim title and then you have sean strickland or ddp versus izzy 
Paulo Costa and uh, uh Shemaev. Bro, this is gonna be a, a a real good test of waters to see how good Kamzat really is, I feel like. <laughs> how do yeah, you feel about Kamzat Shemaev so far? Bro, everyone from that that gym and that like the Nuramaga Madoffs. I don't know, man. They're built differently. <laughs> uh Cosmo. Oh, he fought uh Gilbert Burns. He, Gilbert Burns, but he also fought am I getting him confused? But didn't he fight Kevin Holland as well? Yeah, I mean, Kevin he, Holland he, took he the fight on late notice. Him. It was right. within one minute. Like it was I, within the first minute or two or first round. I'll just say first round, but it was quick. Which thank God, bro, because that was initially supposed to be Kamzad versus Nate Diaz. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude. <Jesus. laughs> oh man, I'm so glad we got Tony Ferguson versus Nate Diaz instead. You know, for Nate Diaz's sake. But uh, I thought, I don't know, man. I would have gave, I would have gave that fight to Gilbert Burns if if I was a judge. I know it's three judges out of out of my decision, but if I was a judge on that panel, I would have gave the Kamzat Gilbert Burns fight to Gilbert. I know Paula Costa hasn't been the best. He hasn't looked good since prior to Yoel Romero, I think. Um Yoel Romero, he looked good. And I mean he brought the dog out of Yoel Romero, so. I haven't really seen his grappling. I, I've seen him grapple against fucking Logan Paul or Jake Paul or whatever. So we'll see how he does against Kamzat. But like, I, I think this will be a good test for Kamzat. And if I'm really trying to test Israel Adesanya, I would have him fight for an interim title against the winner of this fight. But now that Sean Strickland is the champion... I feel like this opens up one last path, one last window for Robert Whitaker, baby. I'm back. What's up, Chef? Welcome back. <laughs> so, like I said, I think Sean Strickland being the champion opens one more window for the Reaper to come back in and, you know, retire with the belt. I think, I think what Robert Whitaker beats Sean Strickland. You know, um, that's a fight that would probably happen if the planets align and whoever's if DDP gets fucking injured, you know what I mean? And whoever else is up next gets injured or gets sick as well or gets COVID and then fucking Robert Wigger gets flown in to fight, which I know he'll be ready for to step in if those uh, those variables align. But uh, I for him, I would be really hungry if I was Robert Whitaker. For me, I'd be looking at a retirement fight for the belt. What do you think? Are you a Robert for, Whitaker fan? Uh, I, I do. I do like Robert Whitaker. I think he's a good stand-up dude. Mm-hmm. But are you saying like a retirement for Robert Whitaker? I'd say if I'm Robert Whitaker, if I'm Robert Whitaker, I'd be like, Dana, let me get, you know, one more title fight, retirement fight. Win or lose. I agree. You know, if I, I lose, I'm out. If I win fucking let me fight one more time or I might even retire if I win you know what I mean I agree a thousand percent he's been in the top like the top five or or ten for the last few years Mm -hmm. and I think he's got heart I think he's a good a good person and I try to like well obviously as you've heard from me tonight like I have a hard time like if you're a shitty person and you're like the greatest fighter in the world I don't fucking like you yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm just an I'm it's just me. That's just me. But Robert Whitaker is a good fucking dude. Like he seems like a stand-up. I don't know him personally. He seems like a good stand-up dude. So hopefully but I think no, I think you're right. I think that's a very, very good freaking uh possibility. Okay. Yeah. You don't see retire uh, Whitaker retiring soon. I don't know, man. Who else is left? Let's look at the uh the rankings right now. So this is before the Sean Strickland fight. Fucking six. Dude, I mean, that's why you could argue the immediate rematch. He's kind of lapped 
one through five. Right? Pereira, I mean, he beat Pereira once. Robert Whitaker once. Uh, I thought he's beating these guys twice already for some reason. Cannoneer, though. I would like to see Cannoneer in there. I like Cannoneer. Mm-hmm. I do. Vittori, I mean, it is what it is. I think he's lost Izzy. <laughs> I want to see why. He lost twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think he was the one that was labbed. Okay. Man. I'm going to real quick. Sorry, I'm going to real quick unplug my, my mic or my yeah. my webcam on play it right back in because I'm lagging balls. I'll be right right back. Yeah, yeah, handle, handle. Gaslam versus Strickland. I think Gaslam is going down to fight uh, Shafkot down in 170. I think he's trying to cut some weight and make one more run in 170. They're monsters up here in uh, in middleweight. I think Gaslam was already undersized in middleweight, but Pereira is gone, so he's obviously not too. Drikas Duplessis or Duplessis is still number one. So, yeah, I think Costa and Kamzat's not even ranked. That's crazy. So, for for Kamzat to beat Paulo Costa and then get an interim title shot right away is nuts. So, th- that's fucking that's fucking crazy. Marvin Vittori, I mean, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think I think Vittori should probably do like bare knuckle boxing or something. With all due respect. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, he slightly reminds me of... Uh, I forgot the thing. The thing I say, thing the guy's name from the Goonies. Oh, the hey you guys, dude. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I don't know if that was a meme before. I, I, I do not give me any credit for that because I can almost guarantee you it was. <laughs> that shit cracks me up. I still think he's a good guy, though, man. I think he's a good Yo, guy. I saw this uh, watch along with Vittori. He was watching the Izzy Strickland fight, and I think they were watching. Uh, was, it was his reaction after the first round when Strickland, uh, you know, scored the knockdown. Vittori was shook and fucking when there's a long pause he's like fuck <laughs> like he he had like this FOMO tone in his voice that you know he 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 felt like he wished he had that opportunity in his in his 10 rounds with Izzy <laughs> yeah but at the same time too like Marvin uh, again going to what you were saying he in his head he's like dude I know I would mop up Sean Strickland I'm not saying that's true Mm-hmm. But when you know, like, dude, I will fuck that dude up, and then you see the dude that you thought you would fuck up, and the dude that you were not able to fuck up, you know what I mean? And That's like, a mind oh, fuck, yeah. It is, dude. It's gotta like, bother you, bro. Like, what am I doing wrong here? What What do I gotta do? All right, I'm firing my coaches. I'm gonna join a new fucking training team, start a new camp. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's fucking now let, let's 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 talk about this do you think Sean Strickland's gonna hold the belt for too long I wanna say my 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 emotions wanna say fuck yeah dude he's gonna rock it for a while but my my brain is gonna say I, I don't think so mm, yeah I don't think so I, his fighting style is so weird you talked about that in the beginning where he's just like he's so square Mm-hmm. Um, it's very unique, right? It's very unique, right? And I think it worked against Izzy, clearly. But I don't think that it's going to work for everybody. I don't. I think other people are going to be able to, especially. Excuse me. Especially maybe like possibly like a wrestler. Someone's going to shoot and take him down because I don't think Izzy once tried to shoot at all. Like no. it was all stand and bang, which I appreciate. I really like those stand and bang fucking one on ones, but I guess it depends on who hops in there. Um, I think Kamzat runs him over if they fight. Kamzat, I th- yeah, I think that if Kamzat were to were to were to bang with him, just in all reality, I think I'm gonna. I would say a round one. It'll be a mm-hmm. round one fucking submission. Yeah, very well. It could be. I think a Paulo Costa versus 
uh, Sean Stricker would be entertaining. I think that'd too. be good. I think that'd be good. Cause I think I think a lot of that I would like to think would would be um, like Stan and Bang. Mm-hmm. But I think that would be a very good test for him. But again, that's if Paulo Costa gets the next. I still think it's going to be DDP. But at the same time, if DDP like people cancel, people bail out. And and again, it's up to the matchmakers, you know, at the end of the day on what is going to happen there. But I agree with you. I think Paul Acosta and him would be, I think that'd be a badass fight. Right. Man, crazy. Well, if you made money on the Sean Strickland line, kudos to you. I haven't hit an underdog as big as that since fucking Daniel Cormier beat Stipe Miocic. And uh, was it 202 or two? forget which one but there's the one in uh one where he knocked him out i think it was in uh, anaheim crazy times a uh, dc dc knocked out stipe yep stipe when he went up to heavyweight i think it was his first yep. time yep and and yeah. dude stipe compared to dc dude dc would kind of reminded me of the <laughs> um uh the fight with tai tu ivasa this weekend that. Like Bam Bam, dude. Bam Bam, he's short and he's stocky. Mm-hmm. And then Alexander Volkov right. ends up fucking choking him out, bro, from the fucking, <laughs> uh, I think I believe it was full guard on the ground. He Ezekiel him, right? It was an Ezekiel choke. Yeah, it was choke. Ezekiel choke, dude. I'm like, no way, dude. And fucking, um, oh, I love, dude. I I love Tai Tuivasa, but I, I do like, uh, uh, Volk as well, not Volkanowski, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm talking about. Volkov, right? Yeah, Volkov, but yeah, dude, what a banger! But yeah, that. W- but it, what I'm getting at is like, like Stipe is not that tall mm-hmm. compared to DC, but it just like a short, stocky little, little muffin, dude, a little muffin that'll fuck your ass up. Still a right. muffin at the end of the day. Right. So uh, before we sign off, let's talk about Stipe because Stipe is. I think it it's lined up, right? It, it's it's signed, contract signed, and it's scheduled. Uh, Stipe versus John Jones. Yes, from what I've seen, from what I have seen, yes. So and I think that's supposed to be UFC two ninety five. A lot of underdogs. John, I got John Jones. You got John Jones. I it's hard. Jones. It's hard to. It's hard to deny John Jones. He's been consistently winning. And no one's doubted him since the first Gustafson fight. So, but you know, you didn't really like, see anything though. Like with the Cyril Gone fight, there's not enough sample to to see how this Stipe fight would actually go. You know, that no, that's true. That's true because Jones has been gone for a minute, dude. Mm-hmm. And then he came back, Cyril Gone, and I don't even remember when. Uh, it was a it was a it was a KO or a TKO. I don't know. I don't remember which round it was in. I feel like it was I feel like it was within the first two or three I rounds. Think he ch- he choked him out in the first round real quick. Okay. Yeah. But that's true too. That is true too. Mm-hmm. I just dude Jones, but you never know, dude. Again, going back, bro, and, and we're gonna we'll continue on this, but Strickland and fucking Izzy to, Izzy, bro. Like Yeah. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? Set right. my feelings aside. My money was on Izzy all day on that. Not what I wanted, but if I was a betting man, it would be Izzy all day. So you never know, bro. You never know. That might be the next big old underdog come up. You're right, dude. Because even when the decision was being announced, I thought they would go with Izzy too, you know? Because like we said, if it's rigged, I feel like it's more rigged during the decision. So since Alex... Or not, Alex. Since Sean Strickland was a kind of a last-minute replacement fighter for DDP declining to fight, you know why would they change the storyline that drastically? Yep. Um, and why not go with Izzy? But crazy, crazy sport. Crazy sport. So I also got John Jones. Uh, as much as I love Stipe, as much as I'm going for, uh, you know, I would like these, these. Uh, old school champions. Well, it's crazy that they're old school now, but they were like around the time I was hot in the sport. Those are the people that were kind of owning their division, but I would like to see them retire at the top, you know? Uh, So 
I don't think I that's going to happen against John Jones, though, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Probably against Sean Strickland, but not John Jones. So <laughs> it, it's kind of like the zombie, right? Ah, uh, shit. Yeah. The green mm. zombie, man. That was, that was like, that was emotional. It was. And he, he lost that fight. Mm. And then, fuck, I forgot the dude that just retired like a week or two or a month or two before that. But he was an OG too. And like people, like, I'll just say I'll just say this. I'm 33, so I'm I'm. When I was watching, right, like it was, cause I gave it a break for a while, um, mm-hmm. due to making poor poor decisions in my life, and then came back to it. And all these OGs, dude, like Nate Diaz was one of them. Nick and Nate Diaz. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it would it it always makes me feel super happy when these again when the ogs come up they fucking get that it might not it's usually not a championship fight but they do win their last fight and they fucking put their gloves down and it's a beautiful emotional moment and i emotional moment i think that these guys a lot of them have busted their ass for so long right as a fan as a viewer it's just very heartwarming to know that they gotta they gotta put their gloves down in that octagon for the last time, and they gotta put another W under their fucking name. Yeah, definitely, man. I I've never gone emotional towards a retirement, but that zombie one got me, man. <laughs> right? I don't know if it's because I was discombobulated being up at like seven fucking thirty a.m. <laughs> watching that fight, you know. <laughs> I was caught off guard, but <laughs> sheesh, that shit got me, bro. I was in my fields watching that shit. <laughs> yeah, it was that was pretty uh yeah, it was pretty emotional. And I wasn't even a huge like I mean, I'm not again, I wasn't like a I wasn't like fanboying over fucking the Korean zombie or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was just the words that they're saying and like knowing all the hard work they put in, right? And the blood, sweat, and tears. Um, in and outside of that octagon and the sacrifices these fighters make for their families. Um, it's incredible, man. Incredible. Yeah. Hats off to the UFC. Let's go, baby. Hell yeah. Well, there you have it. UFC middleweight recap. Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya. Got the chef, Kyle from the Sunday Night Secret Society podcast. It's your boy, Jerizi. Find me at the cave. All socials. You can get us on cave.com as well, k4v3.com. Chef, thanks for coming on, man. Catch you no, on the man. next one. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, man. Um, um, hopefully, we'll link up soon. I want to get something going. I'm trying to get... Um, it might not happen with trebles this time, but I'm, I at least want to get you on Sunday night. We've been doing, like, group. I've been get, like getting, like, hard hitters, dude. On a, on a group setting on Sundays, so you all your all your other co-hosts, um, I would love to have you guys on. We'll stay in touch off air. Hell yeah. um, but first and foremost, thank you so much for the invite, man. I greatly appreciate it. I'm blessed. Um, always a pleasure being on this fucking badass show on this badass <laughs> uh, platform, dude. Uh, Streamyard, you're doing a great job. I don't got to tell you that. You already know you're doing amazing. And um, let's fucking go, baby. Let's do it. Fuck monster. (laughs) Peace out, guys. All right, brother.